we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today we are joined with a member of Shag Rock, Nick. Um, so do you want to give us like a rundown on the where the name of Shag Rock came from? Uh, so Shag Rock came from, there's actually a rock called Shag Rock at Stradbroke Island, um, just off the coast of Brisbane. Um, and some of the boys in the band used to go surfing there. Um, and so when we needed a band name, because we were sort of playing rock music, I guess, we are just like, oh, why don't we call it Shag Rock? And at first we were like, that's dumb. That sounds stupid. But then um, we thought of all these other names and had a little, like, competition. <laughs> like, you know, when you, like, beat one against the other and you have, like, a sort of a family tree thing, like a knockout round, and yeah. Shag Rock just stayed until... And so we just had to call ourselves Shag Rock. So you just kept it. I love that. Um, so how many members do you have? Do you want to give a rundown on who does what and all that? So we've got, we're a newly, we're a new five piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but the original three members, uh, myself and I play bass, um, Jacob Reed who sings and plays guitar, Ali Wilson, who also sings and plays guitar. Um, and then about five years ago now, so he's pretty much a founding member of the band, is Max Beach on drums. And then started this year, we really needed a fifth member to do some keyboard, a um, bit of extra guitar and some backing vocals. So we've got Taylor Young, who's a um, singer from Townsville in, up here in Queensland. Um, so she does her own solo stuff, but we've got her in the band um, as of, you know, a few months ago. So it's pretty exciting. How did you guys meet her? Uh, so we met, we distribute our music through the same music distri- distributor called Gyro Stream. Um, they're based up in Brisbane here. They're actually the only Australian-based music distributor, I think. Everyone yeah, wow. else goes offshore for it so it's pretty cool and we just met in the office the gyrostream offices in the valley in brisbane and hit it off and we were looking for a fifth member so she, she sounded perfect and she was keen to do it oh that's awesome what has it been merging the dynamic has it been chill yeah it's been great i mean everyone's like we're a pretty chill band like we don't have any egos or like big you know huge personalities in the band and Taylor's exactly the same. So we hit it off straight away pretty much. Yeah, sweet. That's awesome. So what's your guys' writing process like? Does one particular person write, someone else makes the music? How do you guys go about it? So it's most of the time, unless we're like really jamming together for like weeks on end, which we've done sometimes, it's Ali or Jacob bring some like guitar chords and lyrics to a practice session. And then we all sort of like jump on board and like write our own bits and like 
so I guess initially it's like one person's idea and then it sort of comes a whole band um, process, which is good because it means there's no like, there's like, there's no like, because you're not, a drummer will never, a non-drummer will never write like a drum bit. Like we yeah, sort of yeah. trust each other to like, it's not like, it's like the opposite of Kevin Parker, if you know what I mean. Which <laughs> <laughs> is good because it keeps like, it keeps the vibe really creative and like communal. So even though someone might've brought the idea to the band, you know, you'll never hear someone say, no, like the bass line has to go like this or like, this is what the vocals should be. It's like everyone's yeah. trust to sort of like input in their own way, which is- Yeah, that's so good. It's probably kept the band going this, this long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no arguments there. Yeah. Um, how do you guys all meet and come to become? Um, so myself, Alex and Jacob, the two singers, we went to high school together. So we've known each other since we were about 10 years old. And um, yeah, so in end of grade 11, I think it was, we decided to start a band um, because we all played guitar. And so, and we had a few other schoolmates who played drums and keyboard who have since left the band. they were too smart for us. They wanted to do like more degrees at the University of Queensland and stuff like that. So we just had to part ways. <laughs> On good terms though. So um, we're still playmates with them. Um, but yeah, so we've, the three founding members have been mates since high school. And then we got Max Beach in in about 2015, um, who we met on a Facebook music group, like, <laughs> like Brisbane music yeah. sort of thing. Uh, we, we put out a call for a drummer and he was probably the only one under 30 that replied. But <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, you're in by default. But it turned out well, because he's pretty, he's probably like one of the best drummers in Brisbane, so. Well, it sounds so, like a school there though. Yeah. <laughs> Now we love him. Yeah. Um, so did you ever like produce your own stuff? Because I read somewhere that you worked with the same producer who did Powderfinger and the church. Um, did you guys ever start off producing your own stuff or have you always worked with him? Um, no, we've already, we've always worked with a producer. Um, initially that, so we had like a um, very in indirect family connection with um, Ian Hogue, who was the guitarist of Powderfinger. And he owns a studio called Airlock Studios up in up here in Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, and so we started just sort of recording some demos when we we're in high school there. And he just let us use the studio, which was nice. Um, but I think maybe in, in about 2015, when we were started trying to get more serious, um, he sort of took us on under his wing and started to become like our producer. And he signed us to his independent record label called Airlock Records up here in Brisbane. And so he started to come on board a bit more directly and like sort of mentor us in a way. Um, Cause at the time we were like 19, 19, 20 years old. So, we probably needed some direction um 
But yeah, it means that we've never really self-produced ourselves, which is mm. a blessing and a curse because you sort of never learn how to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're always relying on like the guy, like the computer guy to like do all the stuff for you. So. Yeah, sure. But it means you're always, you're always, you're always have, like professional guidance, which is sort of the good bit. Yeah, yeah. that's good. And it means yeah, that everything that comes out is of, you know, a high quality. Yeah, yeah. And we've always, we've always got around sort of having that second opinion. Like we never, mm. we back ourselves as musicians in our own right, but I think we think we really appreciate like someone that's not in the band saying, hey, that, you know, mm. that guitar should sound like this or you should double that chorus or something. We, we always appreciate like a third party. Yeah. It's sure. like that's sort of invaluable. You really get stuck up your own ass as a musician if you know what i mean yeah yeah especially if you're listening and playing the same song over and over again it's definitely good to have some fresh ears for it yeah yeah you're going crazy so yeah (laughs) you can start thinking it was sounding really really shit (laughs) say hey wait it's not that shit you've just played it 20 times Um, yeah, it's like saying the same word over and over again. Like, yeah. <laughs> is it even word? a word anymore? <laughs> yeah. Um, you released a single today. Congrats! Yeah, we did. Um, I <laughs> it was a serious. Yeah, <laughs> um, so what is the song about? So April Nights is about. Um, it's about like meeting someone for the first time and that sort of energy you get out of like like really liking someone but not knowing much about them and sort of like that sort of fear of the unknown but sort of like a good fear like it's more anticipation and more like sort of like maybe I don't want to say like the it's more the thrill of the the chase or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About like getting to know this person and like seriously after, afterwards. But I guess it's like, it's like a journey, I guess. Yeah. Between like first meeting someone and not knowing about them and then like getting falling in love to yeah. put it romantically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you had that in the works for? That was actually written a few years ago. Um, maybe just after we released our first album. So like going back like two, three years now. Um, but a lot of songs on this record that we're, we have coming up um, in a few months, some of them span like even before our first record. So we were thinking about putting them on our first record and then we thought they weren't good enough and going back to the like the, the blueprint or whatever whatever that saying is <laughs> and then like and like yeah so some of them go back five four or five years so yeah, wow. we never really just like chuck a song away we always just if it's not strong enough at the time we always just um put it in some hard drive somewhere and we're always keen to revisit it later yeah for sure because you so you released like a few singles last year now a few this year with, are they all going to sort of be a part of the new upcoming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all a big release. Um, I think it's it's 
looking like it's going to be a big album too, which is good because we haven't released a big body of content in a while. So I saw the words. It's going to be a lot of content. Yeah, I saw the words double album being thrown around in a few places. Yeah, oh maybe I don't think I don't think I can confirm. They kick him out of the band. Um, <laughs> it it's looking pretty good. It's sounding some of the stuff is sounding like really new, and some of it, like you were saying, is sounding a lot like your like first album, which is really cool. It's yeah. a nice mix of the two. Yeah, um, what we always wanted to do with singles is sort of like we want all the singles we release to sort of showcase the whole album. So we have like like um, songs like similar to our old stuff and then more adventurous songs and like soft songs and ballads and then like really hectic rock songs. So it's like we like to think our singles sort of showcase the variation of the album. Yeah. So, do you all have like different influences that you listen to in your own time that kind of come to make all these different sort of genreed songs? Yeah, I I guess it's like a big Venn diagram, I guess. Is that the one with the circles? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like we we all have our very individual music taste and we all come from different areas of music like me and Beachy the drummer have like a big appreciation for like really heavy music and like punk and hardcore and metal and stuff which obviously doesn't lend itself <laughs> that creatively to shag rock but I think a lot of like sort of that more subconscious things like how heavy a drum because you can have heavy drums on like a soft song and you can have like high punk energy on a non-punk punk song so I think like it's about using those influences strategically to create sort of what is shag rock but I think going back to the Venn diagram we all sort of sort of agree on like a lot of stuff like we're all huge say Strokes fans like that's a that's like a big band that everyone loves communally like Lime Cordial as well um like heaps of other Foles is another big one that we all really love together as a band um yeah so like we draw individual influences from our own sort of backgrounds in music but at the end of the day there's a there is a big like pool of like artists that we all end up loving just by being in a band together for sure um, do you have like a potential music video in the works with a new song or have ideas on, cause you've released a few cool ones. The Flickr one was really cool as well. And it looked like a bunch of fun to film. So is there a potential one yeah. for the new one or nothing? Yeah, really? I think next, next week we're jumping into, um, jumping into like a studio environment and belting one out in a day, I think. And I think the idea is because it's in like a studio and I don't, we haven't really done it in like a sort of that sterile studio environment. And so it's sort of given us a blank canvas to sort of like chuck anything at. So I think we're like experimenting with a lot of like technique, technical visual sort of effects and stuff like that. So 
Should be good. Something we haven't done before, which is good because like April Nights is a very, it's one of the songs that we think is like a bit different and like has a different vibe to it. So. Do you yeah. work with directors when you're doing your videos? Yeah. So we, we love um, jumping into like the artistic scene of Brisbane and like greater, the great Southeast sort of, as they call it. Um, and just finding I mean, no one has much money these days in music, but mm. like if you know where to look and you know how to like make connections, especially just what by like getting pissed and going out every weekend and like meeting people <laughs> in the creative scene. Yeah. So like you make these connections and yeah. you can sort of find these like artists who are just like you, you know, they're creative and they're into music or visual art, but yeah. they're sort of it's not their main source of income. It's not like, it's just like a glorified hobby sort of, but you can sort of like work with them and like make something really unique. And like the fact is because they're not, they don't come from like a massive, like huge visual studio. They're sort of more willing to like because you're on the same level you can work mm. together and it's a real communal process which i think is really good yeah for sure that's... and it doesn't cost like twenty thousand dollars so that's, <laughs> yeah. also, that's, that's good as well <laughs> and it, yeah it's also a nice sense of community community as well like yeah. i think it was always like really sick to meet like you just you never some people you just never expect like i randomly was at a gig the other week and this person next to me like came up to me and told me i smelt really nice and i was like oh yeah thanks and then they were like oh yeah i designed the merch here and i was like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, so random. And it's like the people you would least expect yeah. and they're the coolest things ever yeah um yeah that's just a random. Was nice then too. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly um I've, I've just gone on a random tangent um who <laughs> we've, we've noticed that you haven't ever do you collaborate with other artists ever if not who would you like to collaborate with yeah i guess i guess we haven't um we definitely like to i don't i, I think it just hasn't naturally like happened and yeah. if it hadn't like naturally just happened through like networking or the creative process I don't think we would go out at this stage and like force it to happen mm. like we're not there going like oh who we like we need someone to feature on this song and like yeah. sending out 20 emails but like definitely we'd definitely be open to it in the future if it happened naturally like we started writing with someone or met someone like that but I think like a dream collaborator I don't know. I like. I don't want to speak for the whole band. Yeah. <laughs> what about for you? Yeah. Me. <laughs> um. Truth. Maybe. Maybe go a bit left of center and maybe write like a real funky song and get like a TK Miser in it or something. Ooh, yeah. that'd be cool. Like a female hip hop uh, vibe going. That would so work for you guys. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, that would now be I'm sort of, now I'm sort of keen to that. I'm keen Probably, to see yeah. some TK and Shagrock uh, collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you played a few gigs. What in Feb was it? I don't know when it was. You sold them out. Um, yeah. Was that your first gigs back? 
Yeah, the first like real gigs, we played some like really weird COVID gigs, like where there was like 50 people maximum and then everyone had to sit down. Mm. So, which was good. Uh, we were just like grateful to play music. Um, but like, we don't really, we didn't really call them gigs. It was just sort of like, Sit down, Sash. So, yeah, like some sort of yeah. it's like a meet and greet, but you yeah. like you got a show as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I know it was very intimate, so I guess that's a plus. Um, but yeah, these April shows in Brisbane and the Gold Coast, um, yeah, they were they were our first like stand up shows with a proper mosh pit, and it, yeah, it was just like, I like it was sort of like you'd gone to a different dimension. Because it was yeah. so after like a year of just yeah. socially distancing and lockdowns, it was so weird. It was sort of gross, kind of, to see all these people like sweaty jumping together. Like I'm so socially conditioned to think like, "Ew, guys, come yeah. on, 1.5 meters, what are you doing?" <laughs> but yeah, it was it was so wild to be able to play like that again. And I think everyone just had like the best time. Yeah. Did you guys end up doing any like live stream? shows or you didn't end up you didn't really yeah we did um definitely all chucked together at the last minute like acoustically yeah so hopefully they're like lost to the internet (laughs) 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 they were very they were very diy um but yeah we did a few we did um i think we did an isolate and a um i can't this one in new zealand that i can't remember the name of but I guess that was something to do in like peak, peak lockdown, like yeah. nothing open. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were sort of weird. We're sort of weird people in front of cameras. We're not naturally like. Yeah. yeah. I feel like any setting that was live stream was a bit awkward. Yeah, because I think. Especially your music. It's so, it's like people love to mosh. And it's yeah. so awkward when you're playing and there's no, there's a crowd, but <laughs> yeah. there's no crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't yeah. really buff up anything. Mm. yeah but I guess it opened like the band up to different you know markets like you know old people that might like us could sit in their living room with <laughs> some like d- triple brie and a glass of wine and watch some <laughs> shag rock so yeah that's know, actually that's how I listen to shag rock <laughs> <laughs> yeah. triple brie glass of shiraz <laughs> <laughs> um so do you have any shows coming up that you guys uh, we did. We were planning a charity show for the um, turn it, um, a youth charity called um, Turn It Up in the sunny coast, but that got pushed back to mid-year, I think. We were playing that with um, Tia Gostello and Toxic Fox and, like, a few other, like, bands that we're, like, good mates with. So that would have been fun. And it was, like... Going, going to go to head like full ball proper gig but then we had this like crack lockdown um and now like they've just cancelled so <laughs> which is which is a shame because now like we locked down so well so that we're, we're coming out of lockdown in like half an hour now so they probably if they stayed the course they probably could have played it but you know you got to be pretty cautious these days so yeah for sure but other than that um, we're releasing an album mid-year. Do you have a set date? I don't think I can say specifics, but <laughs> um, June. 
That's gone straight in the gallery. The whole of June. But yeah, we'll definitely be seeing, we'll uh, definitely be playing some shows after that, probably at the latter half of the year, pending what we can do. So whether they're sit down shows or half capacity shows or whether we can actually travel to Western Australia. Um, but yeah. Doing a tour? yeah, definitely like going to tour as soon as possible. Um, but I guess like we, we just have to be ready for whatever. Yeah. The inevitable, like I think, and fans sort of know that now. So even if the show's in two hours, you're still like, there's a chance, you know, yeah. Dan Andrews or Anastasia Palaszczuk could get on, you know, the news and just be like, nah, we've had three COVID cases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the new world, I guess we live in now. So yeah. Because everyone yeah. appreciates like the effort that goes in and like mm. doesn't get too angry at the band if we get like locked out of a state or like can't yeah. play a show or for so sure. we're optimistic, like, end of the year, hmm. maybe a few more vaccinations have happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been That's lovely right. chatting with you. Um, you. Keen for the album in June, whenever it is, and yeah. um, hopefully we get to see you at a show at some point mm. in whatever state we happen to be in. Um, and yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully we can have a beer together, standing up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be <laughs> incredible. It, that's nice and sweaty and gross at some venue. Cheers guys for the chat, really appreciate it. No worries. Oh, oh, we usually do a bit of beers and cheers at the end. If you don't have a beer or... Oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> He's gone for the run. Gone for the runner. <laughs> One of those, like, in the horse races. He's gone, He's gone for the runner. <laughs> place your bets, place your bets. <laughs> half, half a bottle of wine. <laughs> Where's the free breeze, dude? Yeah, we need some breeze, breeze and wine. That's how you should be listening to Shag Rock. That's that's your official yeah. opinion. Absolutely. Cheers, dude. Cheers. 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 Mmm, yummy. It's not even midnight here. <laughs> <laughs>